Hey guys, welcome to Admit 3, where we discuss all things movies, media, and television. I'm Rob. I'm Laura. And I'm Kurt. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Admit 3. Today we're discussing the sports drama film Creed 3. Creed 3 is the third film in the Creed series, but it's ninth installment of the Rocky franchise and the very first to not feature Rocky Balboa as a character. Michael B. Jordan makes his directional debut this time around, working from a screenplay by Keenan Coogler and Zach Balin. The film centers around Adonis Donnie Creed, who retires from boxing as a heavyweight champ to focus on his wife Bianca and their daughter Amara. The Creed family is enjoying a happy, successful existence as Donnie assists his coach, Little Duke, in running the Delphi Boxing Academy, and Bianca excels as a music producer. But that peaceful life is threatened by the return of Donnie's old friend, Damien, played by franchise newcomer Jonathan Majors. Damien, who is a rising star in the boxing world as a teenager, has just been released from prison after an 18-year sentence, and he is determined to make up for lost time by becoming the heavyweight champion of the world. Throughout the film, we come to realize just how much Damien resents Donnie for claiming the life that he believes he deserves, and this results in the once-inseparable friends coming face-to-face in the ring. Kurt, I know you're a big fan of this franchise. What did you think of Creed Three? I'm not going to, uh, you know, hold my cards here. I'm just going to put it all out on the table. I love this movie. We know. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely love this movie. Uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see what you guys think, because I've been a fan of the Rocky series since I was a little kid. I've watched them all so many times. Rob, you have seen Rocky. Mm hmm. Creed, Creed 2, and now Creed 3. Those are the your only experience with the Rocky franchise. Correct. And Laura, you've only seen 45 minutes of Creed. <laughs> I've seen Creed the first 3. Rocky movie. Have you seen the first Rocky movie? Yes. I've told everybody that. I didn't know that. You, what? what? Even Sh- I told, told Sherry that None too. of us were listening. <laughs> yeah, I, I said I've seen the first one. I think I've seen some of the second one, but I haven't seen all the other ones fully through. Excuse me. <laughs> Either way. I'm very excited to see what you guys think. Uh, I I really love this movie. I thought Michael B. Jordan did a fantastic job as a director, bringing a different flair to the movie, the fight scenes and otherwise. It had a different energy to it than the other Rocky movies. And I'll I'll dig deeper into that later. I'll get your guys' uh, knee-jerk reaction first. Well, I can't really say that... um... I found it any, like, different from the other ones because I didn't see them. <laughs> but um, I actually did enjoy the film. Shocker. I would watch it again. That's rare. Yeah. It is rare. <laughs> it's, I feel like, especially since we saw it in the Dolby Theater, like, yeah. all the, the fight scenes, you can, like like, really feel the punches. And, like, I feel like the... I don't know, maybe just the environment mm. really set it up. I, I'm i glad you mentioned that because, like, seeing it in Dolby it, with, like, a movie like this, it definitely made it feel more, like, interactive. Yeah. Like, when the punches are being thrown, yeah. you felt it in the seat. It's like, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. It, it enhances yeah. the experience, for sure. It yeah. almost kind of, the fights make it feel like you're almost at a live event. Sort right, of. like you're yeah. a part of it. It's cool. And um, I definitely agree. I really enjoyed the movie overall. I thought they did some interesting things in it that they, you know, they took, I think you said it after the movie, they took a few risks in some of the ways they shot some scenes, which um, I did appreciate. I know you also said that 
uh, Michael B. Jordan is like a huge fan of anime, and this yeah. movie in particular is like heavily inspired mm-hmm. by like anime tropes and whatnot. And it really does show in a lot of the scenes in the movies, especially towards the last fight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I think if I had to rate the Creed movies, I would say in order from like how I like them, I'd say Creed, Creed three, Creed one, Creed two. I would say Creed one, Creed three, Creed two. Uh, not to be bland, but it's exactly the same for me. Creed, Creed, <laughs> Creed, Creed, Creed but for me, Creed is a five star movie. I think Creed and Rocky are neck and neck for me as first in the entire franchise, and I think Creed three might be just below, uh, you know, Rocky and Creed for me. I, I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. Um, what did you guys think about Jonathan Majors as Dame Anderson in the movie? How'd he uh, hold up as a bad guy for you? I think he did a pretty thorough job there. I feel like you really do feel sorry for him because this situation where he was just trying to, you know, get the guys off mm-hmm. of Adonis. I hate calling him Donnie. I will only be calling him <laughs> What's wrong with Donnie? No. That's what he wants to be called. If you have such a cool name, like, as Adonis, why would you want to be called Donnie? You can't make that decision for him. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, Adonis is such a, like a cool, powerful name. Why would you want to be called Donnie? No. That's like a nickname. Yeah, it's dumb. Anyway. <laughs> Do you think Apollo went by Polly? <laughs> <laughs> I feel there like... Two Polly's. <laughs> Polly went a cracker. I would still have that guilty feeling as well. Like, if my friend that who was like trying to, you know, stick up for me in this time... And then I ran like a little bitch. I'd feel like, yeah, I owed him something too. But then when you see like he's willing to play dirty and like break other people's arms just so he can get where mm-hmm. he wants to be. It's like you're not getting there by showing that you're the best. You're getting there by cheating. So Yeah, I, I do see what you are saying. And like obviously he did there was a lot of like foul play Mm -hmm. that he did like again targeting injuries and like Mm -hmm. hitting people when it was like not technically legal but i feel like it's just like a different style of fighting you know it's kind of like um like this is a weird very weird comparison but in like the revolutionary war how like great britain would like line up and like that's like their style of warfare they would just like line up and they would expect the other guys to line up in a field and you just like shoot until like one side wins yeah. And the Americans developed guerrilla warfare, like hiding in bushes and trees and shit, and like, That's like it. you have to do whatever you can to win the fight. <clears throat> yeah, work smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, if you're agreeing to fight in a specific way to show that you're better in that category, then taking cheap shots doesn't show that you're better. I'm not saying it wasn't scummy for sure. I'm just saying like it just it's like a different mindset like it, it it really shows like his mindset of like he's willing to do absolutely whatever it takes to get to his goal even if that means you know breaking the rules that one scene after he's fighting uh felix was the guy's yeah, name felix. the you know at the time the current heavyweight champion who was training under donnie uh, <laughs> after they went like a round or two and he goes to take um um Damien goes to take his mouth guard out and some of his teeth start coming out. I was just like, oh, that's so gnarly. <laughs> but it was so cool, too. Yeah, yeah he spits in the bucket. And there's the really teeth in there. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. I think it was only one tooth, but anyhow, 
It still sucks. I I, I think I couldn't imagine that... like getting my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think, too, you have to take into consideration that he's been in prison for 18 years, yeah. and if he was keeping up with boxing in prison, surely he had to develop some of those right. you know, dirty moves. Not saying it's right, but it kind of goes along with the character that he was performing, uh, dirty moves in the ring. But I I thought Jonathan Majors was fantastic in this movie, and I, I referenced him being the bad guy, and he is the villain of the movie, but mm -hmm. there's... You know this overarching theme of how these kids were treated like how they were treated as children and how that molds what you become as an adult and you're looking for places to put the blame and sometimes you it, it's misplaced and you have to you know fight through those demons to move past that and beyond that and that's one thing i've loved about the dynamic between Adonis and Damien, especially in that final fight, is you can see just in their facial expressions and the way they're looking at each, each other, you can see them working that out between each other mm -hmm. just through the fight and through their movements and, you know, with their eyes and their interaction without any words, you see them working through that conflict. Yeah, and to play off that when they're fighting and it cuts to that scene where Adonis sees him, like as a child yeah. and Damien sees him as a child like they're f they finally get to hash out mm. all that bad pent-up aggressions yeah from when they were younger <clears throat> and then it's very cool how they filmed how like everybody else just fades away it's just them in the, the yeah, ring just them in the ring just it's like the shadow realm. <laughs> that, that was like my favorite shot in the movie yeah, I think it was I well, love that well. scene at first I, it was a little it caught me off guard a little bit i would say i was distracted by it because it's so unlike anything else in the rocky series but by the end of it i i loved it so much i loved the lighting and the way the color kept changing it was very much like an anime and you know every time uh you know donnie went up against the ropes mm -hmm. it, it would show like the prison cell like, yeah. behind them. it was it was so cool that was so animated and it was funny i can imagine why that scene might take people especially you know people who are accustomed <clears throat> and want to see what they are used to seeing in these movies i can see why it might throw them for a loop but i really loved it yeah i think it was very well done um i do have to ask because i didn't watch the last creed film does there is her child amara is she born in the film or is it she is born okay. and creed too so they already know that she's dead yeah they, they knew that she's dead yeah. um i really like how they um like incorporated sign language and like, yeah. like mm. deaf culture and everything in movies like that it's cool yeah it was great and their family dynamic was very cute i love their chemistry they felt like a real family to me mm -hmm. and i think that uh Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson in all three of these movies have such great natural chemistry mm -hmm. and they work so well together and you know throwing uh Amara into the mix she's was, like, she's so good not I'm, I'm not talking she is very good the the actress that plays Marta. but I'm talking about Bianca mm -hmm. whoever who what's her name Tessa Thompson Tessa. she's gorgeous <laughs> like <laughs> even I feel like she could have no ounce of makeup on and she's like I know it has nothing to do with the film, but I just had to <laughs> shout out. I you were going to call her a knockout or something like that. <laughs> 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 
Um, I wanted to ask you, Laura, and because um, in my opinion, I was kind of like looking at this movie from the mindset of like if I had not seen the other movies, and I feel like this one does a good job of explaining like the whole backstory to Adonis and some of the side characters like uh, Drago's son. What's his name? Ivan. Victor. Victor. <laughs> Ivan is Drago. Gotcha. <laughs> Victor. Um, and there's the other one. Um, Something Pretty Boy Ricky, Ricky Conlon. Pretty Boy Ricky Conlon, yeah. Or Pretty Ricky Conlon, whatever they yeah, call pretty. <laughs> so, like, those characters, you might not understand, like, the significance of them, but I feel like they did a good job of explaining, you know, Donnie's background and, mm-hmm. like, why, you know, he's the, you know, I guess he's not the current heavyweight champion, but, like, all the belts under his uh, title and, like... All the belts under his belt. <laughs> Yeah, you're canceled. <laughs> and I, I just feel like even if you hadn't seen the other movies, you could jump into this one because there's this is the third movie in this franchise, and usually with that, like it's hard to jump into the third movie and like yeah. just be able to pick up yeah everything. So I feel like they did a pretty good job addressing that. What do you think, Laura? Um. Yeah. I mean, I would say that I understood like where he is at now, where he was mm-hmm. before, like his upbringing. I well, think I had to go part through. of that is so successful in a way because Rocky, <laughs> because Rocky is in the movie. Um, like I said before, this one has a different DNA than the other Rocky movies. And I I know there are, there are some issues with Sylvester Stallone and the producer Erwin Winkler. And so, you know, Rocky wasn't in this movie because of that. But I felt... Creed 2 wrapped up Rocky's story in such a satisfactory way for me that I don't think he needed to be in this movie. And I think the the story is perfect as it is without, you know, kind of forcing Rocky into it. And so this is Creed's first movie where it's just Creed and all about him and his legacy and his family. And in that sense, it's a sequel, but it's also a perfect fresh start for somebody who maybe hasn't seen the first two movies like you. I like how pretty much the whole movie is just him fighting with himself, feeling like he, mm-hmm. like he's worthy of what he's made for himself. Yeah. Because, like, the whole thing where he didn't want to be known as Creed's son because, like, he wanted to do it on mm-hmm. his own instead of just, like, yeah, getting all the attention for beating. That's, like, a, a recurring, like, main theme in all the Creed movies. Like, yeah. he's so afraid that he's not going to be able to live up to his father's legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he worked hard to get to where he was. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like at the end, he's finally like, like, yeah, I... Maybe these things worked out in my favor, but I worked my ass off to fucking get yeah. here, so... Yeah. Uh, so where we're at. You know, not only in this movie is he dealing with, you know, living within Apollo's shadow... Mm-hmm. But you have, you know, Damien comes back and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. you have the life that I was supposed to have. So he's like, man, do like, I deserve to be here? Am I a bad guy yeah. for having this life? And, and then he has the guilt of like, oh, it's like, I ran. I could, I didn't do anything to help yeah, him out. Yeah. Like, So that's a lot. It's a lot of uh, his own personal demons, which is like every Rocky and Creed movie is that. But uh, this was a, did a good job of being a little bit different in that regard. It's also a little darker, I would say, than the other Rocky movies. This is almost... I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Cape Fear, but it it, it reminded me a little bit of that in the way that Damien comes back and he's almost 
you know, stalkerish a little bit. And yeah. every time yeah, yeah. that you see him again, he's a little more aggressive than the time before. And there's so much tension brewing underneath the surface with these two guys that I was almost like, fight his ass. You've got to fight him. <laughs> like, this guy has got to go down. I think I actually turned to you and I was like, he's going to come out of retirement and just look at this motherfucker in his place. Oh, obviously, yeah. yeah. Um, I almost kind of wish that, like, he didn't give him that, like, satisfaction of being like, oh... I get to fight you. You know what I mean? I would have been like... I almost thought he wasn't going to. And this is a very heavy spoiler. But there's a scene in the film where uh, uh, Marianne Creed, she has a stroke and she's having organ failure. And she uh, eventually, like, she ultimately passes away. But one of the last things that she's saying is, you know, there are other ways to do this. You don't have to fight. There are better ways. Mm-hmm. I really thought that she, he was going to take that to heart and be like, he was it was her take last heart dying wish. That it was going to like <clears throat> completely buck the yeah. finale that we usually get in a movie like this. Uh, but that scene, uh, <laughs> when she's passing you. away, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I cried so hard. I, at first, you can tell, like, obviously you tell, you can tell she's gonna die, yeah. but then when she, like, randomly throws in, there's just like, I was so upset when you left me Apollo, like, yeah. she's talking to Adonis and then, like, flips, she's talking to Apollo, mm-hmm. like, th- th- this is her, her parting speech to mm-hmm. Apollo, and you're like, Argh. Yeah, like I, it kind of hits you in your throat, and you're I like, oh, I made a, I think I made a whimpering noise. I was... <laughs> I knew that it was going <laughs> to... I knew it was coming. I knew. She, early in the movie, we know that she has suffered yeah. from a stroke and she's on medicine. Yeah. And I was preparing myself. I was like, oh my God. But as soon as she as soon as she mentioned Apollo, yeah. <laughs> I looked over at... <laughs> oh my God. And I just see the wet streak down his cheek. <laughs> oh yeah, oh that killed God. me. <laughs> and seeing Donnie's reaction to it and how he's just trying to roll with it. And you can see that oh it's God. breaking him too. Oh my yeah. God. It was so and brutal for me. when she's just like... Um, why do you have to leave me? And then saying that Adonis saved her, I was yeah. like, oh. she it was really punched you in the gut there. It was a very powerful scene, and something like that is obviously so relatable because you know, at at a point in everybody's life, you reach a moment where you have to say goodbye to someone you love, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously, like every scenario is different. You're not sure, you know, what they're gonna say, what you're gonna say, but yeah, it's like you you think about that stuff. Or at least, you know, maybe not everyone. I think about that <laughs> stuff sometimes. And it's, it's a very, like, sobering, like, thought. And um, like Kurt said, it was, like, very predictable when they brought it up earlier. Like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have some wine because you had a stroke. And as soon yeah. as that happened, I'm sure all of us were just like, yeah, yeah. yeah she's toast. You know, she's fried. <laughs> and there was another thing that was very predictable in the movie. Like, um, uh, Drago and Felix were supposed to fight for the heavyweight title. And... Um, some guy just randomly walks into like a party for Bianca's like record or something and like breaks Drago's hand (laughs) and everybody's like, wow, this is so bizarre. This is so unfortunate, like a random coincidence, but it's like, how could you not immediately think with an outside view would have been immediately like this was Damien's doing obviously because he wants the title shot. He wants an excuse for anybody to put him in the ring. And he was already fighting dirty, like just sparring and shit. So, you know, he would 
like go to any length just to get what he wanted. So I feel like it's weird that no mm. one even. And I, that. I get that you know he he lost eighteen years of his life to prison, but it's not like Donnie asked or forced him to pull a gun out on those guys, and it's not like he killed them, but still he got arrested. Yeah. And um. That's what Bianca was trying to tell him. Like you didn't choose for him to do what he did, so. Yeah. Yeah, you can't feel guilty. Well, Bianca was telling him that, and <clears throat> Little Duke was telling him that. Yeah. The trainer, Little Duke, he he kept telling him, "I know what you're doing. I know what you're going through. You don't owe this guy mm -hmm. a thing. He made his decision. You made your decision. You are who you are. He is who he is. He's showing you who he is time and time again. Yeah, yeah. You don't owe him anything. Don't throw everything away for this guy." Of course he doesn't listen, yeah. <laughs> but... He's showing you who he is. Believe me. That was such a good line. It was such a good line. He's, Wood Harris is so great as Little Duke in these movies. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he has more of a chance to shine in Creed 3, more so than the other ones. He has a few more, you know, scenes, a few more, like, bigger lines like that. And I just thought he's been fantastic in, in all of them, but especially in Creed 3. Yeah, you, you can tell that Damien obviously had at least some kind of plan thought up because, you know, Donnie comes out of, like, a, a diner or the gym or something and Damien's leaning on his car and, you know, they start, you know, catching up and then they go to the diner and uh, Donnie tries to give him some money and Damien's like, no, I don't want that. And he's like, but I do want a shot at the title. Yeah. And... That, I think that's what pisses me off the most. He's like, oh, I don't need you anymore. Maybe when I first got out, I needed you. Right. But now I don't. It's like, yeah. you're only here because of me. What are you talking about? Yeah, it was It was very um, annoying. But I guess that's the whole point of the character is to make you not like him. So they did that very well. And I feel like um, Jonathan Majors did a great job of you know impersonating that mindset. And then at the end, after the whole fight... That locker room talk, where it's like, oh, it wasn't your fault. Or he's like, yeah. oh, it's not on you. He's like, oh, it's not That on was you a either. really touching yeah. moment, I thought, too. I, I like that they... They both had some resentment towards each other. Kind of but now yeah, like, there was yeah. a reconciliation there. And finally, it felt like they had mm -hmm. uh, some peace there. And they... Letting all that weight of all that shit from when yeah. they were younger. That was another, like, very anime-esque, like, mm -hmm. ending... Um, yeah, I mean, you could see, like, in the progress of the final fight between them, like, at the beginning of the fight, uh, Damien, like, was just very disrespectful to Donnie, and he thought he was just, like, a chump, basically, but yeah. towards the end of the fight, like, each round that it showed, you could basically see Damien was, like, respecting him more and more, and he yeah. was like, oh, shit, you're not gonna go out, like, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, God. I, I love that that... Why he would ever think that, though. <laughs> like, well, they showed, he um... won so many... When when Damien was like a teenager, like like he said, he was the number one, yeah, you know, teenager pound for pound or whatever, and he was like a knockout. What were they the called? It was like a knockout artist or something like that. Something like that. Like he looked Knock at off, when he was a teenager <laughs> and he was fighting that guy in the ring and he was like checkmate, and then like a second later yeah. he like rib punches the guy and knocks him down. I do like how they he uh, Adonis does that. Yeah, in that fight, he does do that yeah. in his fight when he's you know he's mm -hmm. paying and like he's locking in on what this guy's doing in the first round and the second round he's like checkmate. And but... then little Duke's like, "Is it little? It's little." Duke. Yeah, little yeah. Duke. He's like, "Oh, okay. yeah." I thought that was gonna happen in the final fight. Like they were gonna, like he was gonna tell Damien checkmate, oh, yeah. and then that would have been cool. Yeah. I like me. 
I <laughs> liked the checkmate thing that when Donnie does it, but it also we've seen Donnie in several other fights and he's never yeah. said anything like that. So it was you know like changing his character a little bit for uh, this movie and that story. With, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's very minor nitpick. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, like ear given the history between him and. Diamond Damien Anderson or whatever he called himself. Um, Is it Damien Diamond? I thought it was Diamond Damien. Diamond Dame. Dame. I thought it was Diamond Damien. Oh, I don't know. Either way, it's something like that. (laughs) I feel like it was kind of it would be like fitting for him to say that because you know given their history. Yeah. Um. Plus that last punch, right? Well, it was like kind of like the the first fight that he was that um Donnie was having where like. You can see he's, like, zoning in, trying to find an opening, and he finally yeah. sees, like, the right side of the, the guy's body, and he just targets it. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, the fight between Donnie and Damien, where Damien yeah. has his gloves up, but there's, like, a gap between his yeah. up and uh, upper and lower hand when he's guarding. Mm-hmm. And Donnie just punches right in between and just <laughs> yeah. knocks him out. I don't know oh, if cool. it's what they were going for, but seeing as how so much of this was influenced by anime... It seemed like one of those split screen things that come in, yeah. like, when it, like one hand's up here and one hand's mm-hmm. there, and you just see his eyes there. This <laughs> is coming through. I do have to say those scenes where it really like just focuses on and it's like slow mo, and yeah. you can like see the impact from mm-hmm. the glove. Prime, and also I really have to say I feel like if we didn't watch it in Dolby, it wouldn't have hit as hard as it I did. Agree. I agree, because like seeing those like slow mo impacts mm-hmm. and like right as it hits, you like feel your chair vibrate. Yeah, it really does just. I think set off the movie. I think the way they shoot the fights in this movie, that it's very effective. It's different. It's very unique unto the other films in the series they're very effective and they're very brutal and you kind of feel every punch Mm -hmm. but i do agree that being in the dolby cinema room really enhances that experience i think it was the perfect way to watch a movie i do they give you that little bit um before the fight where donnie decides that he's going to come out and they're saying like oh you had how many concussions you have this three Mm -hmm. broken whatever whatever so you already know like he's going in and he's his Pretty much fucked (laughs) everywhere. And then there's that one punch, like, right into the center of his, like, stomach and chest. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this is it. He's going to fucking die. Just like Apollo did. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I know you haven't seen Creed 2, but a couple times in that movie, Drago punches him in that area, like, really hard. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they were already saying that he had fucked up yeah. like areas in there so when he got that really big punch and like you could just see it on his face like michael b jordan was mm-hmm. great when he was like had that really like oh fuck <laughs> look <laughs> after he gets hit i feel like that scene was prime i mean if i took a hit like that from jonathan majors he was looking cut in this movie oh, my god i know what? he was built and michael b jordan is a very yes. in shape, yeah. muscular guy. But, he, but Jonathan Majors, King the fucking Conqueror. I think he was made out of fucking concrete. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I'm assuming that he did that like rope pull up thing mm. without any. I'm assuming. I have right? no idea. I but wouldn't doubt cool. if he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it either. 
Yeah, you don't even think I can hold myself up for like <laughs> two seconds on a rope and this motherfucker like pulls up yeah all the way and like I, letting go like releasing and letting go and holding yourself up like that how while climbing mm-hmm. yeah i loved the training scenes i always in these movies i always love the training scenes they're yeah. so fun when he's punching the tree yeah you we have to go back and have you watch all the rocky movies at some point because those training montages are so fun too and some of them are so ridiculous rocky four He's like training in the mountains of Russia. <laughs> and it's like growing a beard while he's training. He's like running up a mountain and doing all kinds of crazy shit. It's so fun. Lifting a log instead of weights. Why do they have him punching a tree when he already has broken bones in his hand? I guess because it's about like punching uh, Jonathan Majors in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, he actually said, uh, what was his trainer's name again? Little, Little Duke. Duke. Little yeah. Duke. He says, we want to turn your flaws into strengths. Mm-hmm. And, and I, um, <laughs> A big thing with boxers, and I guess just people in general, like, when you fracture bones and they heal, mm-hmm. like, it actually gets stronger. So oh, if yeah. you're if you're training by, like, hitting something hard and you get, like, micro oh. fractures in your hand, gotcha. it's going to heal and your hand's going to get stronger overall. Hmm. Is it because it's, like, killing the nerves in your hand so you no longer feel pain? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know, but I, I know that's, like, for sure a thing. And as long as you don't, like, do serious damage and, like, mm-hmm. mess up your, like, structure of your hand... I have to say that one part made me laugh when um, Lil Duke, I, I don't know why I'm calling Lil, it's Lil Duke, <laughs> is talking hey, to Adonis, um, like, basically saying Damien's, like, just a piece of shit. Yeah, and then <laughs> Damien walks by, he's like, don't stop now, Calls him Dookie. That was very funny. Not to, um, dog Felix. Do we know what his last name was in the movie? Was it Felix? Felix. Chavez. 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 Uh, not to dog the guy, because I'm sure he could beat my ass if he really wanted to. But like, He's a real fighter. Like, is he really? Yeah, yeah, he's a real fighter. Oh, well, I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. going to be listening to me like, I, I challenge you. He's going to fly out. I can't remember what his real name is. I should have written that down also. But yeah, he's a real fighter. I, I was going to say, just looking at their stature, like looking at, Jonathan Major's build and Michael B. Jordan's build, like, they look like they could beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and I, I guess technically Jonathan Majors does beat the shit out of him, and, you know, he almost mm-hmm. kills him actually in the movie, but yeah. well, I had no idea what the real fighter. It's not all about power, yeah. It's, power. it's about, like, agility, timing, fast move on control. your feet, yeah. So even though he's smaller in stature, he can move quicker, he's probably. And a lot of boxing comes down to endurance, too. Like, mm-hmm. who can take more hits? Who can stay up longer? Yeah. So, that they were, um, his, Damien's team was telling him that in their final fight, he's just like, You're throwing some pretty powerful hits, and yeah. it's only like round two. Yeah. They're like, You might want to slow down. He's like, No, <laughs> going for blood. <laughs> I don't even think I would last. Uh, half a round. <laughs> I'd be like, run around the ring. <laughs> Try to say Just the intro. I'd be like, stop. I'm done. Leave me alone. <laughs> Throw the damn towel. <laughs> oh, God. I can't even imagine like how much endurance you have to have to. How many rounds did they go? 12? I think it was 12, yeah. Yeah, yeah crazy. Do you think you'd be able to last 12 rounds in a ring? I don't think I'd last two. <laughs> I'd be knocked out in the first round. It depends on who we're going up against. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't for me. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, 
I've always always wanted to do like boxing classes and stuff like that. Give but it a try. Yeah, it's never too late. Go for it. It's not too late. It's never too late. If anything, it'll be like therapy. You know, you get to let some anger out, hit a heavy yeah. bag. Just put put Kurt's face on the. Wow, <laughs> well, that's not right. I was about to offer to hold the bag for you. <laughs> she wants you to be the bag. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you with the bag. Just kidding. <clears throat> Let's go right now. <laughs> ding ding. I'm also those that, that like hanging speed bag. Yeah, and you're like. Burr, 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 burr. Those are actually really hard. I've tried to do those before. And yeah, like, heard it, you have to like hit it at a certain time. Comes back and hits you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it would. <laughs> My luck. <laughs> the thing is, like, it's not only just hitting it faster. You have to hit it like at the right angle because if you hit it too much to the side, it's just gonna go like, and then you're not gonna be able to continue. So I have a question for both of you. No. If you. <laughs> We're in your best physical shape. Who would you rather fight in the ring? In their prime? Creed? I mean, Adonis? Or Rocky? The best physical shape I've ever been in? or the No, like, <laughs> the best physical shape you could possibly be in. I was going to say, neither. Could possibly be? Yeah, okay. yeah. Either one. I'll take them both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would rather fight... Creed, Which Adonis, one? Adonis okay. Creed. I would rather fight. Um, and why? Why would that be? Because Rocky has so much goddamn brain damage. He has no <laughs> idea. <when he's> <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're just trying to save him? Is what you're saying? No, I'm trying to save myself. Rocky will. <laughs> it's just gonna keep coming. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> There's no brain cells to knock out. <laughs> What about you, Rob? You just taking on both of them? It's kind of like a a weird question because we're talking if, if it's the best physical condition you could possibly be in. I mean, is there really like an upper limit to that? I mean, no. I'm saying like, who do you think you would be able to be in their prime? Oh, in their prime. Yeah, I, I thought you meant if we were like in the best possible shape we could ever be in. Yeah, so that, well, yeah. I'm saying if we weren't, we wouldn't be fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me rephrase. Who would you rather go up against in their prime? Adonis um, or Rocky? I would rather go up against Rocky. I feel like Rocky has more heart, and he probably has more stamina, but I feel like Creed has more technique and mm -hmm. like agility. Um, just from what I've seen. I haven't seen all the Rocky movies, so I can't... Yeah. Well, Rocky I, ended like the Cold War. <laughs> so, <laughs> if he can end the Cold War, he can end here. <laughs> I have, uh, I have no doubt. You know, I'm, I'm under, I'm under no illusion. Sylvester Stallone would have put me six feet under with one punch if he really wanted to. Truthfully, I wouldn't want to fight either of them. I don't understand why anybody wants to box or it's fun. like. I'm not even boxing. What is it? Um, like UFC, mm -hmm. oh, like mixed martial arts and stuff like that. Why do you want to get punched in the face over and over again and get like your your whole body fucked up? In high school, me and my friends uh, sparred a bunch with boxing gloves. I got a couple knockouts. I got a knockout with a body shot. Wow! They got knocked out like unconscious. No, knocked out. Knocked, knocked down. Get 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 get
That's well, I feel like I would just lay down for 10 seconds. Like, I wouldn't get back up on purpose. We were also well, like, you shouldn't be in the ring in the first place. We were boxing. Well, if I'm getting hit, I'm not, why would I want to keep getting hit? If I'm hitting, sure. But if you're getting in the ring, you're <laughs> going to get hit. So That's just stay not, out. If you're good enough, maybe you won't. No, everybody gets hit. I don't know if I can Floyd take... Floyd Mayweather's never been hit. <laughs> I don't think I could take a glove to the face multiple times. I mean, that's why you gotta keep your guard up. Yeah. I mean, but it still happens. <laughs> you take you it saw, to the body instead. <laughs> you saw Adonis get some face shots and head shots. I don't... Like... It happens, and you have to be able to roll through those punches, too. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know why people do it. Anyway, so. Rob's 2-0 against his buddies <laughs> in school. <So laughs> not 2-0. Title contender. <laughs> I actually got Rob my... Because we were we were inside when we were doing this, and uh, obviously there was, there was no ring. We were just fucking... We were teenagers messing around. I actually got my head punched into a wall one time because I was too close to the wall, mm -hmm. and they hit me like on the side of the head, which I don't think you're supposed to do in boxing anyway. I don't know if you're supposed yeah, to punch sure. to the side of the head. But anyways, I got my head punched into the wall <laughs> and like, bounced off. But those those are fun times. I mean, <laughs> I, we should we should go to like a boxing gym sometimes, even if we're not gonna spar. Just like hit the bag or something. It could be fun. Yeah. yeah let's get in shape and just go. You don't have to get in shape to hit a bag. But I want to be in shape. That way. I can <laughs> okay, hit the bag let's better. get in shape while hitting bags. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do my own training montage. The jump rope. Yeah. Jump. You maybe, also, maybe I'll do the jump, jump rope more than four times in the future. <laughs> <laughs> jump rope for heart. You know those things in school where you would have jump rope for heart, you'd have to do those like um, fundraisers, and you, if you got a certain amount of people to donate, you would win like something. Yeah, no. you'd remember if you didn't get yeah. your head knocked into a we, wall. <laughs> we never really participated because our parents were. Uh, I remember, I remember those things where they gave you these pamphlets and they told you to like go around and try to get people to buy a bunch of random. And you would shit get like that. Yeah, you would get like prizes. It's like, how many people do you think are gonna buy this dumb shit? But everybody would. We lived in a rich town, so their parents probably bought it all. They got this really cool prizes. We lived in a rich town, but we were not. I feel like among the rich. You sound like prime examples of somebody who could succeed in one of these boxing movies, like the really like other side of the tracks, poor people <laughs> <laughs> with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, Rob and I grew up in Redding, Connecticut, which is like a very wealthy town. Um, me and like us and probably one other family were probably the poorest <laughs> yeah. and, and that other kid was my best friend <laughs> <laughs> the one that punched him in the face <laughs> actually it wasn't him but i realized it's just a joke they were fighting to see who could <laughs> jump into a different way <laughs> robert was uh adonis they were damn i fucking in my dreams <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel similarly about Creed 3 as I did with Creed 2, and that Creed 2 I thought was the perfect stopping point for Rocky Balboa as a character. I thought it was the perfect conclusion. And I feel that Creed 3 was kind of the perfect stopping point for Adonis Creed as a character. I think that this was uh, a great way to close it out if they choose to do that. Uh, but I was reading earlier that Michael B. Jordan has stated that a fourth Creed movie is for sure going to happen. Oh, wow. And that they're also uh, considering spinoff movies. So It'd be cool if they did a spinoff movie with, with a daughter. Little Duke. 
Oh, little Duke. Yeah. Dilf. They should make a, a spinoff and it'd be like, just called Amara for the dog. <laughs> Think about how cool that would be with like, obviously she's deaf. Like you could have scenes in the movie where like they cut out all the audio and it's basically just like yeah. her in her head and she's like tuning everything out. And like, little Duke. Isn't it like coach. if you lose one of your senses, your other senses become I like better? So she'd be like a daredevil boxer or something. <laughs> I personally wouldn't know because I never experienced it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was like a like a thing where like if you lose one of your senses and your other ones are like better. I think they're supposed to be, but I don't well, know if it works for everybody. My hearing is awful. Your but vision's awful. My vision's awful. Uh, I guess I can smell, which doesn't help as often as you guys can smell the fear. You can smell the fear of the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an always sunny episode where they're like, his nose is ahead, and get this, he can smell crime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, I I I feel like this is the perfect final chapter for the Creed movies. But I also will be, you know, excited. Obviously, if they continue to make more, this is my favorite film series of all time. Did Michael B. Jordan say he would be directing Creed Four? He hasn't said who would be directing i would love to see him i can't wait yeah. to see him direct more things i thought he was fantastic in this for this to be his first movie is amazing and you can tell he has uh such a strong foundation with the other actors in mm -hmm. this movie because they put so much trust in him and went with his vision and you know he was so seamlessly able to do this work behind the camera and in front of the camera and Everybody really bought in. Uh, so I can't wait to see what he does next. I think you said they turned a profit on this movie opening weekend, right? I, I don't know if it was if they it was a profit they turned, but they it was projected to make thirty five, forty million, and now they're projecting that it's gonna make fifty five million opening weekend. It was fucking packed when we were <laughs> there. I Creed 3 box office. Did you Google it? I'm doing it right now. <laughs> um, box office. Yeah, box office right now says 22. That was as of last night. It made $22 million on Friday night, is what I read earlier. So we'll see tomorrow what it made. But it's, it's going to be very successful. Yeah. And it's going to be a huge year for Jonathan Majors because Ant Man uh, and the Wasp Quantumania already mm -hmm. made a buttload of money he was in low-key was that last year or was that, that was year last before? year yeah i mean he had a very like short role yeah. in Loki, but I, his performance was very good i think i've told you guys before he's great there's this movie i want to shout out before we get to our final scores called the last black man in san francisco it's an a24 film i believe he's fantastic in that and i saw it uh for the first time a few years ago and it was one of my favorite movies of that year and I had no idea who he was at that time. He's an actor who I had never seen before. And he stole the entire movie. And I was like, I fucking can't believe how good this performance is. So it, I love that he's blown up now. And he's on pace to, you know, his trajectory is going just up and up and up. Yeah. He's clearly going to have a great career. The sky's the limit. Yep. Uh, so, Laura, do you want to start us off? Um... <clears throat> Going into it, I was like, mm, I don't really care about this movie. <laughs> I so like every other I only movie. got like yeah, I only got like forty 
like 45 minutes in through the first one and we're just like i'm going to bed like did we i don't know if we mentioned this but she actually requested that we watch that movie and she went to bed 40 minutes into it i didn't realize that it was two hours long i thought maybe like an hour and a half and i'm just like we're not even halfway through i'm so tired i can't do it um and i didn't care to watch the rest of it or watch creed 2 before we ended up seeing creed 3 so i'm just like whatever I do have to say now that I've seen Creed 3 that I have to go back and finish Creed 1 to watch Creed 2 um, because I did give it a 4 out of 5 stars. Respectable. Yeah, that's solid. Kirk, give it a 5 out of 5. 4.5, I'm guessing. What, what's your score? Um, I was very um, stuck between giving this a, a 4.5 or a 4. And even now, I'm still... This is, like, one of the only movies where, like, out of the theater, like... Usually, right when I walk out of the theater, I'm like, I have a number in my head, like, this is what I'm giving it, this mm-hmm. is what I believe. But I'm still kind of stuck between 4, 4.5. Um, the Give only thing... Give it a 4.25. Huh? <laughs> Give it a 4.25. 4.25. I think the only thing that's making me lean more towards 4 is that I did like Creed 1 more, and I think I gave that a 4. Um... So I think I'm going to give this one a four as well. They're very, very solid movies, fun. You know, the acting is great. I think, Kurt, you said at one point you were reading an article, somebody was, like, down-talking Michael B. Jordan, saying he can't act. And Yeah, they were saying I, he's a non-actor. I don't know. I don't know if they're watching about. the same movies as me, but in, especially in Creed 2, when he's laying down in the bed after he fought Drago, mm-hmm. and he's, say, like, bust, bust organs and yeah. ribs, and he starts crying when Rocky comes mm-hmm. there, and he's like, where were you when I needed you? And, like, yeah. he's crying, and it's like, I don't know if you're looking at the same actor I am, but that man can act. I don't yeah, know what you're talking he about. He can absolutely act. Everything I've seen him in is fantastic. And uh, speaking on him crying, there is no actor who I am. I, I, the waterworks turn on for me as soon as they start crying in the movie. Michael B. Jordan, as soon as he starts crying, it's over for me. I'm crying too. <laughs> you have a soft spot for Michael yeah, B.? I have a soft spot for Michael B. Uh, what? Is his middle name B? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta um, Google it and I have to find out. I am it's giving this movie a four point five out of five. Knew it. I uh, knew Creed it. Creed for me is a perfect movie. I only have a couple of nitpicks with this one. Bacardi and Cola. Bacardi. <laughs> it's Michael Bacardi Jordan. Well, Michael Bakari Jordan. I now know why he goes by Michael it's, B. Uh, <laughs> Michael Bakari Jordan. It's a four point five out of five for me. Uh, I loved it. I was kind of riding a high from the movie all night long, and <laughs> he was boxing in his sleep. <laughs> I, was, I was boxing. I was boxing this morning. I had an orange with my breakfast this morning, and I was putting the slices of orange in my mouth like a mouth guard. <laughs> I was like shadow boxing. <laughs> <laughs> you could have left that out. Uh, no, 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 no. They right. need <laughs> it to know. Uh, he yeah. eats, sleeps, and I, breathes. I loved it, and I was initially because we're seeing we're seeing two movies next week: sixty five and Scream Six. Last year we saw Scream Five in uh, Dolby Cinema. They're, this is opening weekend for both films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for both films next week. Did they think that was smart? Sixty five. I don't think he's going to make a lot of money. I don't. I don't think a lot of people are going to see sixty five. Even though I'm very excited for it. Looks I don't cool. know if everybody is excited for it. I'm super excited for it. <laughs> um, 
but initially I was annoyed that we couldn't also see Singer Scream 6 in Dolby Cinema, mm. because, like, you know, last year we saw Scream 5, but now that it's, I know it's because Creed 3 is in Dolby Cinema, I'm like, oh, shit, I can go back and see Creed 3 and Dolby <laughs> Cinema before it's out. It's gonna be a triple feature! Yeah, can't Which, wait. I guess now, since, you know, we're all here, why don't we decide, because obviously we have two movies we're watching next week, 65, and um, Scream 6. Do you guys want to do, like, a double feature podcast where we review both in one and maybe have it be a little bit longer? Mm -hmm. Or should we do two separate podcasts and just release them the same day? Um, I'd probably say double feature just so it would be so fresh. In my mind, we were doing a double feature. We were going to talk about both of them. That's fine with me. It's settled. we got to set aside at least, you know, hour, hour and a half for recording that, but it's perfectly fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so guess tune in for our episode recap of the last of us that's right on wednesday this is the, the, i think it's the second to last episode yeah, that's right the ultimate episode Coming yeah. To an end. yeah it's like bittersweet for me because i love this series so yeah. much i like don't want it to mm-hmm. end i also don't want them to fuck up the ending you know how like a, a season could be like really strong and then they just totally blow it at the last episode yeah like, god fucking damn it like the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully, you know, they start strong, they end strong. Mm. And then tune in for double feature. The supersized episode. episode. 65, Scream 6. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in. And see you guys next time. Magnet 3. Uh, Potty. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on social media. We are at Admit3Pod on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram.